I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on air, S C O T T S O N A I R, or follow us on Twitter at VSIN Live. Uh, NBA action here on this Wednesday. Saw the Brooklyn Nets just dominate the Chicago Bulls 138-112 as they win once again with Kyrie Irving. It was KD and Harden, though, running the show. They combined for 52 points. And uh, now the Nets will return home to face the OKC Thunder, a team who is the third best in the NBA at covering the spread. And what's crazy is despite the Brooklyn Nets winning and covering here against the Bulls, they are still the worst team in the NBA against the spread. So the Nets not having a good ATS season. They are 14-24-1. and uh, No line is out just yet on this game for... Uh, for Thursday, because obviously, um, I guess you have to see about player availability on the second night of a back-to-back. But here's the interesting thing of note here for the Brooklyn Nets. So Kyrie Irving returns uh, in the game against the Pacers. The Nets win 129-121. Then he doesn't play at home, obviously. Plays uh, the Nets are in Portland. This was on Monday And Kyrie had 22 points in a loss. They lost 114 to 108. And then he has just nine points. By far his lowest output of his short season because he's played in only three games. But the Nets win 138 to 112. So two and one with Kyrie Irving on the floor so far this season. Um, And again, 22 points in the first game, 22 points in his second game, just nine points in his third game. He was uh, in this game against the Bulls. Kyrie Irving didn't have to do much because of how good Durant and Harden were, but Kyrie was just four of 10 from the field, one of three from three-point range. He did have four rebounds and three assists. The next time we will see Kyrie Irving for the Brooklyn Nets will be coming up on a four-game road trip that will start in Cleveland on uh, Monday and then... And in Minnesota. So they go at Cleveland, 
at Washington, at San Antonio, at Minnesota. So you'll have Kyrie Irving for all four of those games. So the Nets are home now on Thursday against OKC, on Saturday against New Orleans. Then they head out on the road. And then after that road trip, they'll have two games at home against the Lakers and Denver without Kyrie, of course. And then a five-game road trip against good Western Conference opponents and Kyrie will be there for all of those games. So you have at Golden State, at Phoenix, at Sacramento, at Utah, and at Denver. So a good stretch here for the Brooklyn Nets with Kyrie Irving. That second uh, road uh, road trip is obviously more impactful than this little eastern road trip here with Cleveland, Washington, San Antonio uh, in the mix there as well as Minnesota. So uh, I like, you know, the Nets in a good spot right now with Kyrie. Starting to feel like this team is coming together. They still have to get healthier, which is important. And uh, thanks for Bond tweeting at me. Um, Points bet has a spread up on the Nets. Nets are nine and a half. No line yet on DraftKings. uh, But the Nets nine and a half. If the Nets are nine and a half, yeah, kind of lean towards OKC, to be honest with you. Again, the Thunder, one of the best in the NBA against the spread. And the Nets, the worst in the NBA against the spread. Anyway, there's a, a fun quote here from the New York Post. Um, Brian Lewis tweeted out that he asked James Harden if he still has hope that Kyrie Irving will play at home. And he joked, I'm going to give him the shot, <laughs> meaning they want him to uh, to um, to get, you know, get Kyrie back on the floor. Uh, Kevin Durant was asked if winning this game against the Bulls was a reminder to the rest of the league. Quote, Durant says, we're not trying to make no statements to the league. I mean, Who cares what they think? We know what we bring to the table, and it's just all about us. I'm sure people were watching the game tonight. You know what? It was a little bit of a statement game. I'll admit, it was. You're going up against a team with the best record right now in the Eastern Conference. Again, depth is a, a concern for me with the Bulls. I love their starting five. Um, but this was a statement game. And yeah, I know the Bulls, you know, dealing with a little bit of injury here and, and, um, you know, Derek Jones left in the, in the first quarter, but still this is a good Bulls team. And the Nets just stomped them. Bulls became the first team in NBA history to win a game by 45 points. And then the following day, lose a game by 25 points. You want to talk about a swing there. But I, I I just think that this is a very, this was a statement win. And projecting forward, Bulls to win the Eastern Conference, I still think at plus 1,100 is a, is a, is a nice, fun bet. Um, But in a seven-game series, that's going to be very hard to beat the Brooklyn Nets, especially when they're healthy. And I'm just talking about Chicago. Like, I think the Bucks can do it. I don't know if Chicago can do it. Speaking of the Bucks, they will play in a potential NBA Finals preview here on Thursday. 
as they host the Golden State Warriors, but it will be without Draymond Green, who did not make the trip. Uh, Draymond going to be out with the calf injury, and um, no word yet on minutes restriction maybe for Klay Thompson, but the Warriors without Draymond Green are just 2-4 and four this season. One of those two wins was against the Pistons, so they really haven't played well without Draymond Green, and I think that they're going to miss him here in this matchup with the Bucs. Uh, the Bucs, meanwhile, Drew Holiday is doubtful, uh, so that does hurt them, but Grayson Allen has been removed from the injury report, so he's going to play, and Pat Connaughton is listed as probable so far for the game. Without Draymond Green, I lean towards the Bucs at home, if we're being honest. If Green played, maybe it's a little different. Um, obviously, both teams at full strength. I lean towards the Warriors. I don't think anybody's beating the Warriors when they're at full strength. But without Draymond Green on the road, I'll go with the home team in the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, that's where I'll lean here for Thursday. Your other games coming up here on Thursday in the NBA. You have um, the Timberwolves at the Grizzlies. Memphis is laying four and a half. Memphis has won 10 straight games. Is this going to be the game that it all comes to a close? That's the question. The spread is low enough. Grizz, again, have won 10 straight. Hottest team in the NBA. Going up here against the Timberwolves, who are 5-5 in their last 10. Just seems like a trap, doesn't it? Anyway, that's the spread there. Four and a half for Memphis at home against the Timberwolves. I mean, much like I felt about the Suns earlier in the year, it's kind of like just kind of ride the momentum here. Um, Like, I'm not going to bet against them until they lose. Just just keep riding it. Uh, Let's see. You got the Pelicans, three-point favorites at home against the Clippers. Um, the Thunder and Nets, as we mentioned, and then the Nuggets and the Blazers. That's your uh, primetime game on TNT, uh, or actually your second game of the doubleheader. That's your West Coast game on TNT. Nuggets and Blazers from um, from Denver. Denver, nine-and-a-half-point favorites over Portland. Yeah, I'd lean towards Denver. So maybe a lot of people a little chalky. Here on this NBA schedule. In terms of your futures right now, taking a look, uh, Nets to win the Eastern Conference, plus 130. I keep mentioning the Bulls are plus 1,100 because I think that's good value there. Uh, Warriors are plus 225 to win the West. The Suns are plus 330. I think the Jazz at plus 425 absolutely have a chance. Denver is a fun one. Um, Just because I think that when healthy, they could, you know, make a run. And by healthy, I'm, I mean, that's obviously the status of Jamal Murray. Uh, there was a report that says that the Nuggets are expecting Murray and Michael Porter to play this year. So that is a report came from a reporter, I guess, watching pregame Um, that both of them were getting some shots up before the game. And so, 
I think Denver's very, very interesting if they get Murray back. And looking at Denver right now, plus 1,600 to win the Western Conference. Maybe a little sprinkle there. I'm Scott Sadenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Coming up next, we'll get back into the NFL, the trends, the stats, the numbers, the info for Wild Card Weekend, and which ones are we really going to try and take advantage of the most here coming up on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Scott Sandberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, as we inch closer and closer to Super Wildcard Weekend in the NFL. Uh, I keep reverting back to the incredible work done by our very own Steve Mackinnon on vcin.com, going over some of the historic numbers and trends when it comes to wildcard weekend. Obviously, the biggest one that jumps off the page is of the last 56 wildcard games, the outright winner of those games has covered the spread 48 times. So just pick a team to win. Uh, If you like an underdog to win, Take them on the money line. Don't take them with the points. Because the outright winner has won, has covered the spread 48 out of 56 times. Crazy numbers. But there's also some really interesting nuggets of information in here, including the last 16 times in a wild card game that featured two teams that were not in the playoffs last season. So that means Las Vegas versus Cincinnati and San Francisco versus Dallas. Those are the two team, two games this year that apply because it's two matchups of two teams that were not in the playoffs a season ago. The last 16 wildcard games where that was the scenario, the home teams, 3-13 and 13 straight up, 2-14 and 14 against the spread. That's wild. Think about that. How about this? Speaking of teams not playing in the postseason, the, the season prior, let's go even further. Teams that are playing in their first playoff game in at least two seasons, 
when they match up in wild card weekend against a playoff team from last season, those teams are 8 and 17 straight up, 9 and 16 against the spread. That's over the last nine seasons. So, over the last nine seasons, teams playing in their first playoff game in over two seasons versus a repeat playoff team from last year. Eight and 17 straight up, nine and 16 against the spread. The teams that were not in the playoffs last year that are playing against playoff teams that were in the playoffs. We're talking about New England against Buffalo, Philadelphia against Tampa, and Arizona against the Rams. Now, let's throw in the road teams in those roles. And all three of those teams are on the road. Patriots up in Orchard Park, the Eagles in Tampa, and Arizona in L.A. Road teams, 6-19 and straight up. So again, we're talking about teams that are playing their first playoff game in two seasons against a playoff team from last year. And in that situation, it benefits the team that was in the playoffs. So it's pretty wild. I mean, if you take a look and and you look at the teams that are obviously in the playoffs, well, I think the Eagles wouldn't really apply because they were in the playoffs two seasons ago. Um, And then what about... Arizona, I think they would apply. So Arizona is not in a good statistical spot here. Uh, Patriots wouldn't apply either. Patriots were in the playoffs in 2019. So it's Arizona's the team that you're fading here. Arizona is the team that you're fading here because the trend is 9 and 16 against the spread, 8 and 17 straight up, 6 and 19 straight up, 6, 18 and 1 ATS. Just absolutely wild numbers. Wild numbers. All right, let's go through some more trends. How about defensive teams? Because that's a real thing here. Defense. Teams that, and it makes sense, because they always say, what, defense wins championships, right? Defense travels, all that good stuff. But the teams that have allowed the fewer points during the regular season, went 5-1 last year against the spread. And m- most recently in his- history, are, 20, are on a 28-22-1 run against the spread. So you're looking at the better defensive teams who allowed fewer points than their opponents in the matchups. So if you're just looking at the Bengals and the Raiders... The better defense is the Cincinnati Bengals. They've allowed less points than the Raiders. Okay. If you're looking at the Patriots against the Bills, the Bills have allowed fewer points. If you're looking at the Eagles against the Bucks, the Bucks have allowed less points than the Eagles. 
if you're looking at the 49ers and the Cowboys, the Cowboys have allowed less points. And it's not by much, by the way. So that, that game is just very even. Steelers and Chiefs, the Chiefs have allowed less points. Cardinals and Rams, it's the Cardinals, actually, who have allowed less points than the Rams. Again, the teams that allowed fewer points are on a 28-22-1 ATS run, 5-1 against the spread just last season. How about the offensive teams? Glad you asked. The teams that scored more points, they're actually don't do well. The teams that scored more points during the regular season in the last 12 years, 19, 30, and 1 against the spread. That's not great. So it's not about the teams that score more. Again, the teams that scored more points, 19, 30, and 1 in the last 12 seasons. Your offensive matchups between the Raiders and the Bengals. It's the Bengals who have the the higher offense there. In the Patriots and the Bills, it's the Bills who have scored more points than the Patriots. In the Eagles Bucks, it's the Bucks who have scored more. The 49ers and the Cowboys, it's the Cowboys who have scored more. In the Steelers Chiefs, it's the Chiefs. And in the Cardinals Rams, it's the Rams who have scored more. So the Cardinals actually fall into both successful trends against the Rams as a team that has scored fewer but a team that has allowed fewer positive historical numbers. Very interesting that both, that they would fall into both sides of that trend. Same thing, well, not really for the Raiders because the Bengals have the better defense, but I think those are very, very interesting numbers when it comes to the trends. Uh, how about this? Um, let's see. Wild card teams with an edge in offensive passing yardage have done pretty well. But you have teams with more passing yards per attempt. You see, that's the number. Yards per attempt. The teams with more passing yards per attempt in the last 44 wildcard games, 30 and 14 straight up. Those teams that have the advantage this year Cincinnati, New England, Tampa Bay, San Francisco, Kansas City, and the Rams. Higher yards per attempt, passing. 30 and 14 straight up. Cincinnati, New England, Tampa, San Francisco, Kansas City, and the Rams. Those are the teams that qualify for that system. So, it's really interesting. A lot of these numbers all available up on vcin.com in this week's um, edition of Point Spread Weekly as well. And uh, read it. Steve Mackinnon does an incredible job breaking down these numbers. Um, And how about 
following the money. No, not follow the money. We'll get to those guys coming up, though. But following the money. How has line movement affected the results of wild card games in recent history? We'll go over those numbers coming up next. I'm Scott Sadenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is the look ahead right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all new Big Game Big Dance special provides VSIN plus all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only 69 bucks. Sign up now and get our daily best bet emails, 24 7 video access, the upcoming Big Game and College Hoops betting guides. Plus full access to vcin.com with our exclusive betting splits breakdowns on every game. It's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss out on one of our best deals of the year. Visit vcin.com slash big deal to sign up today. Scott Zadenberg back here with you. It's the look ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network. In terms of following the money, how about this? In... Games in the last 47 wild card games that have moved off of their opening number. The sharp action, which is like the, the, the money that is leading leading to the movement, that sharp side over the last 47 wild card games, 31 and 16 straight up. 28, 18, and 1 against the spread. That's 60.9% against the spread. Last year, the line movements were just 3 and 3 ATS. But it's very interesting because let's take a look at where the lines have moved so far. The line has moved in favor of Vegas, down from 6.5 to 5.5, and and even some fives. The line movement has been in favor of New England. Pushing that spread from four and a half to four. Uh, the movement has been in favor of Kansas City, actually pushing it up from 11 and a half to 12 and a half. And the movement has been on Arizona, pushing them down from five to four and into three and a half. So sharp sides would be Las Vegas, New England, Kansas City, and Arizona. Very interesting. This, though, is a mind-blowing stat. Only four home teams that have scored more than 20 points in the wild card round have lost in the last 20 years. In the last 20 years, let me say this again. In the last 20 years, home teams that have scored more than 20 points, 40 and 4 straight up, 33, 10 and 1 ATS. Two games of those four losses, two of them were last year. Washington scored 23 points and lost to Tampa Bay, and Pittsburgh scored 37 
they lost against the Browns. Home teams scoring more than 20 points in the game. 40 and 4 straight up. Let's take a look at the home teams and which ones average over 20 points per game at home. Dallas averages well over 20 points per game at home. Tampa Bay, same thing. Way, way over. Two best home teams scoring in the league. Dallas, Tampa, Cincinnati, they average over 20 points per game at home. The Rams average over 20 points per game at home. Buffalo averages over 20 points per game at home. Kansas City over 20 points per game at home. Essentially, we're looking at every home team averages over 20 points per game at home. Is it as simple as just going with all the home teams? Again, only four times in the last 20 years has a home team scored over 20 points in the wild card round and lost their game. Uh, How about this? The magic number for road teams, 17 points. Teams that have come up shy of 17 points on the road, 2-24, and both straight up and against the spread since 2002. Road teams reaching that total. So if you score over 17 points on the road, 42-12-2 against the spread. So let's look, at the, let's look at road scoring. Well, let's look at the road teams. Arizona averages way more than that on the road. Uh, of the other road teams, Philadelphia averages well over that on the road. San Francisco averages well over that on the road. And New England averages over that on the road. Vegas as well. They all average. Uh, Pittsburgh barely 19 points per game on the road. So they're barely over there. So the teams are certainly capable of scoring. Who will reach those numbers, though? If we're talking about like 20 to 17. That's what we're looking at home versus road. All right. Bengals, Raiders. Do the Bengals score over 20? Against the Raiders, I think they do. Now, I think the Raiders can get over 17 against the Bengals. I think that game's going to be high scoring. But I would say the Bengals, yeah. Better chance to do that. Um, Bills, Patriots. With that, with the weather impacting that game, I honestly don't know where the scoring's going to be. I would think the Bills are capable of scoring over 20 points. Uh, but then again, this could be a low-scoring game. The Eagles, Bucks, again with the weather there, with the rain and the wind. But still, I would very, I would be shocked if the Bucks don't get over twenty points, even with the weather. The Dallas Cowboys, if they don't score over twenty points at home, I mean, of course they're going to lose that game. But they've been such a high-scoring team this year that would shock me. Chiefs, same thing. The Rams, I don't know. I don't know if the Rams are going to get to twenty. To be honest with you, I really don't. I could see them only getting 17, 14, you know, something like that. That could be a low-scoring game. D, 
defensive battle, what, what have you. So, as far as the bets, there's only one that I've already made, and it's the square teaser that some people will say don't make. Um, but, I mean, taking the Chiefs down to six and a half is a gift, in my opinion. And bucks from eight and a half to two and a half is just too good to pass up. I'm thinking about doing some more, like like more teaser, like pushing, you know, some of the underdogs up, maybe doing like a multi, you know, more than a two-team teaser. But we'll see if we want to have some fun with that. But some of these trends are kind of swaying me on some of these games. You know, I'm thinking more and more about the, the Bengals at home against the Raiders. And um, I'm thinking more and more about the Cardinals on the road against the Rams. They fall into a lot of these trends that have been very profitable over the last several years. And it's hard to ignore this uh, this data. How about the uh, time of possession? This is always a fun one. And, and yeah, it could, you know, could be obvious, but the team that dominates the time of possession, 46 and 20 straight up, 45, 19 and 2 against the spread in wild card games. Um and yeah, that's pretty it's pretty uh interesting here. How about some regular season stats here? Uh we'll talk about home teams uh that won fewer games during the regular season. That's eleven and seven ATS. Um the only home team that's not happening here in this spot. Um Raiders and Bengals both won the same amount of games. Um, let's see. Um, home teams, uh, road teams. All right. Is there any road team that has 11 wins? I guess that would be uh, the road team with 11 wins would be the um, Cardinals. Road teams with 11 wins. Just 12 and 14 straight up. 13, 12, and 1 against the spread in the last 26 times. That has happened. So, interesting nugget there for Arizona, maybe going against Arizona because they have 11 wins on the road. But, you know, hey, 11 wins on the road. You're going up against a team that won 12 games. It's a divisional game, though. The divisional games are just... To, that just says a lot to me, these divisional games. They're very, very hard to, to handicap moving forward. And in these divisional games... It's the road teams that have done the damage in 14 games since 2003. The road team, 11-3 ATS. Cardinals, Patriots, looking better and better. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the look ahead on VSN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for Moneyline, Over, Under, and Against the Spread Bets. Betting splits are another way. VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It is the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Taking a look at the betting splits as of Wednesday, the Bengals, 72% of the handle against the Raiders. The Bills, 70% against the Patriots. The Bucks, just 57% against the Eagles. The Cowboys, 54% against the 49ers. Chiefs, 68% against the Steelers. And the Cardinals getting 53% against the Rams. As for the totals, we have the 50-50 over-under Raiders-Bengals. The over is getting 53% of the handle for the Patriots game. That's at 44. The under is getting 46. Uh, the under 46 is getting 76% of the handle in the Bucks Eagles game. And that, of course, is because of the weather reports coming out. The weather reports coming out with uh, everything going on there with the potential for winds and rain has already pushed the total down. It's to down to 46, and we're seeing um, the heavy betting splits on the under there. Again, the under 76% of the handle. 62% is on the over in the 49er Dallas game. Uh, we got 54% on the under in the Chiefs Steelers, 73% of the over in the Cardinals and the Rams. So those are the betting splits. Take a, you know, take a note on that. Head to vcin.com. Make sure you're getting that each and every day as we progress closer and closer to wild card uh, weekend, super wild card weekend. I'm kicking myself uh, for not playing the Duke game like I said I would last night on the program. Duke was laying five points at Wake Forest. Wake's had a nice season. Uh, Coach K did not coach in this one. He missed the game with a non-COVID illness. Uh, but Duke wins 76-64, and they cover the spread there, spread of five, so they win 76-64. Um, I said Florida could be sneaky against LSU because for some reason they were favored in that game. A non-ranked team was favored against a ranked team. I think it went off at 
Florida actually minus three. Well, LSU handled their business on the road. LSU won 64-58. Villanova took care of Xavier 64-60. Xavier hit a three at the buzzer to cover the spread that was then later waved off. Imagine that. Uh, Michigan State with a barely getting by Minnesota 71-69 thanks to a buzzer beater. Michigan State was a... uh, 11 and a half point favorite in this game and they had to escape with a buzzer beater. So that's kind of fun. Uh, Thursday's college basketball action. You have a uh, top 25 matchup, Ohio state and Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a three point favorite at home in that one. Uh, UCLA is in action against Oregon. They're 10.5-point favorites at Pauley Pavilion. Gonzaga against BYU. The Zags are 14.5-point favorites in that one. USC looking to bounce back from their first loss of the season. They're 15-point favorites against Oregon State. Oregon State's bad this season. Uh, I would think that USC you know, gets out to a, a fast start and kind of tries to put that loss behind them as they look to start a new winning streak. Uh, Arizona, 16-point favorites at home against Colorado. Uh, And then a couple of the top 25 teams in action. Texas Tech at home against Oklahoma State. Texas Tech laying eight points. And Seton Hall is a a five-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at DePaul. Um, What's going on with the Pirates? Haven't seen much about Seton Hall, but you would think that uh, that spread would be a little bit higher, but you know, again, uh, not knowing much there. What's going on on the NHL um, schedule here? It's a uh, it's an exciting one. Tuka Rask returns for the Bruins, making his season debut as uh, the Boston hosts the Flyers. The Bruins are coming off a win here on Wednesday, five one over the Canadiens. Uh, on the action on Wednesday, just three games on the schedule. Bruins Canadiens pushed the total of six. Stars Kraken went over the total of six. Coyotes Maple Leafs went under. Uh, first period overs. Bruins and um, Stars, those two games had the first period over there. And then the Maple Leafs and Coyotes, it was just one goal scored in the first period despite so many chances for Toronto. I mean, that kid stood on his head for Arizona all night in this one. But the totals, you're going to see sixes all across the board now in the NHL. Games are high scoring. Uh, Canucks, Lightning, Tampa Bay, minus 260. That total is six. You have Carolina, minus 230 against the Blue Jackets. That's a total of six. Um, the Islanders are minus 210 against the Devils. That total is five and a half. Let's see. Um, you got Nashville. Minus 320 against the Sabres. That total is six. Uh, Calgary, minus 250 against the Senators. That total is six. And uh, you got a five and a half, though. Rangers, Sharks. Rangers, minus 130 in San Jose. Total of five and a half. Might have to jump on that. Sharks have won three straight games. Uh, All three games were three, two scores. So five goals in all three games in this little winning streak here for um, the Sharks. Rangers, meanwhile, oh, they've been playing a bunch of unders lately, a lot of unders. Rangers last one, two, three, four, last five games went under. Three to one, four to one, five to one, four to one, four nothing. So the Rangers have been playing a bunch of unders. So I guess that's why this uh, 
total here is at five and a half. Actually, taking a look at it now, just a real quick, you know, 30-second handicap. Maybe the under is the play between the Rangers and the Sharks on Thursday night. Uh, elsewhere, you got, like I said, no, I haven't seen a line yet for the Bruins and the Flyers. I would expect the Bruins to be favored. They're kind of on a roll right now. Boston has won three straight, and it's the third straight. Three games in a row, I believe, that they have had a four-goal lead in these games. So they won 5-2 against Tampa, 7-3 against Washington, and 5-1 here against Montreal. And um, prior to that, like when they came back from the little COVID break that they had, they are 6-1 since returning from break. 6-1. and one. And the scores, I mean, you want to talk about the scores. 4-3-5-1-5-3-3-2-5-2-7-3-5-1. So the loss was a 3-2. That was a five-goal game. But you have 7-6-8-7-10-6. With all due respect to Tuka Rask, part of me wants to take advantage of his rustiness, he's cold. It's his first game of the season. Um, Bruce Cassidy said he looked good in practice, and he's ready. He's excited. Um, remember, he had surgery this offseason and wouldn't sign with anybody but Boston. Like, it was either retire or come back for the Bruins. And he, he, the Bruins didn't sign him. And I guess, you know, they've had some goaltending issues. And Rask has been rehabbing from his surgeries. And he's back now. And he's making his season debut here. Part of me wants to fade that. Maybe he gives up a couple of early goals. And then just the way that this Bruins offense is playing, I, I can't deny that. So I'm going to be looking towards an over, I think, between the Bruins and the Flyers. Uh, and then watch Tuka Rask pitches a shutout and... Uh, a one, it's a 3 nothing game. Go figure. Hey, coming up this morning on Follow the Money, Nigel Seeley, soccer handicapper, will join the program at 7.45 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, Mike North from uh, ESPN 1000 in Chicago, uh, host of the Odds Couple podcast, will join the program at 8.15 Eastern time. Jake Marotz, who won the Circa Survivor Booby Prize for coming in last place with the worst record 100K for Jake Marotz. Congratulations on winning that. Uh, 8.30 Eastern time. And then my very own Mike Palm, host of Odds On here uh, on VSIN, And, of course, the Vice President VP here at Circa at 9 a.m. Eastern time. That's coming up on Follow the Money. You can follow me, Scott Seidenberg, on Twitter at Scott's On Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. As we continue to gear up towards Super Wild Card Weekend in the NFL and start to finalize these bets for Saturday, Sunday, and Monday's action. I absolutely can't wait. It's going to be an incredible weekend of football action. This is The Look Ahead right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought 
in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.